A Matter of Spirit is the quarterly publication of the Intercommunity Peace and Justice Center. This article appeared in Winter 2022 issue on Dismantling Racist Systems. Dismantling Racism by Serena Abdallah. Serena Abdallah is a writer and illustrator with a background in cultural anthropology. She lives in Los Angeles. And among his signs are the creation of the heavens and the earth and the diversity of your tongues and colors. Surely in this, there are signs for all mankind. The Romans, Quran, 30, 22. As the daughter of Lebanese Muslim immigrants growing up in post-September 11th, Virginia, I have experienced my own share of prejudice from people who did not understand my background or faith. Though I have now grown into better understanding my identity, both within and separately from American politics, I never questioned marking white on government forms or standardized tests as a child because that is what I was told to do. I did not then understand the history that led to this choice of identification or the fact that it did not fully extend its supposed protections to Middle Eastern and Muslim people. People could usually tell that my family was something, but they could not always pinpoint that they are Middle Eastern. Most of my classmates had never heard of Lebanon and have never heard the Arabic language. Furthermore, my family and I did not wear religious dress, we did not go to mosque, and we celebrated Christmas and Easter. We would also attend festivals honoring the Virgin Mary while visiting my family in Lebanon, and I have always found comfort in incense my mother gifted me from the shrine of a Marianite saint. I endlessly confused my white classmates and their families who did not understand the overlap between Islam and Christianity, especially in Lebanon, where Muslims and Christians have lived together for centuries. Though I felt isolated by my peers and was occasionally on the receiving end of racist and Islamophobic remarks, overall, my family and I were able to move through life without fear that who we are would bring us harm. I feel this is in great part due to Arab and Middle Eastern alignment with whiteness, not just because there are many of us who are white passing, but because of a cognizant choice that Syrian and Lebanese immigrants made decades ago to align with whiteness and what whiteness means for quality of life in the United States. My father was a man who embodied what I understood to be the American dream. He came to the United States with nothing and built a life for himself and his family with my mother. While my parents always emphasized the importance of our Lebanese culture and Muslim faith, my father was also tirelessly interested in and knowledgeable about American politics and this country's influence and position on countless issues. He taught me to see what is hidden and to listen for what is only whispered in this country. As I have gotten older, I have delved into histories of Middle Eastern migration to the United States, how Western influence sowed racism among Middle Eastern people and other minorities and how our fates have been weaponized to divide us. 
when people from greater Syria, now modern day Syria and Lebanon, first migrated to the United States, we could not become naturalized citizens because we were from continental Asia. At this time, Asians could not become citizens and migration from Asia was limited by law. This developed into a fight to be recognized as white, included, which included comparing ourselves to Europeans, subclassifying ourselves as Arabs due to a shared linguistic identity with Arab people under the Arabic language, and emphasizing the shared practice of Christianity with other white Americans as the earliest Arab migrants were mostly Christians. This was all done to distance ourselves from racism against Asians to have a chance at building a life in America. While we were eventually recognized as legally white, prejudice towards us still existed, which caused many migrants to abandon their backgrounds and change their names upon coming to the United States. These migrants, as well as others who retained an Arab identity, worked fiercely to show their devotion to the United States and create businesses that would become staples to their communities. Christian and Muslim Arabs alike flocked to the Republican Party as they falsely believed it would preserve their hard-earned success, faith, and family values. As the civil rights movement took off, many people did not want to lose what they felt to be the place they had rightfully earned in this country. This cemented stereotypes and prejudices amongst minority groups that still exist today. Islam spread as a message of redemption and freedom throughout many Black American communities and created tensions against the, the faith. Today, many Arabs and non-Black Muslims feel the need to point out that their Islam is different than the Islam practiced by Black Muslim Americans. Black Arabs who migrate to the United States to this day experience racism from Arab American communities as white Arabs have gotten comfort and privilege allotted to us by being white passing people of color. I had been taught that we are all equal in the eyes of God and to hear people with whom I share faith and heritage use divisive language while claiming to follow his teachings has been a difficult thing to address. Many of us ignore the trials that we have been through to stand on the same platform as white Americans so as to not be kicked off of that pedestal. It is troubling that many Arab migrants felt such immense pressure coming to the United States that they turned their backs on Asian and Black Americans in this country in an attempt to be accepted. Racism and prejudice continues to run rampant in minority communities and Arab Americans around the country no longer identify as white as it has become clearer and clearer that we do not have the same privileges as white Americans of European descent. Muslim Arab Americans are falling victim to prejudice and discrimination and becoming further ostracized as foreigners, regardless of our shared culture and ethnicity with our Arab Christian neighbors. As this country still finds itself divided after Trump's America, do we continue this trickling down of prejudice amongst minorities 
Or do we come together and fully realize that we are all of common standing? When God himself proclaimed that our diversity is a sign from him alongside the creation of the heavens and the earth, who are we to reject that gift to determine that we know better? People who use God and faith as a justification for hateful speech and behavior have lost their way. But this does not mean that they cannot find it again. Though fear and self-preservation are a natural part of being human, we have been gifted with the ability to right our wrongs and the actions that we choose to take moving forward. I cannot begin to stress the importance of realizing that aligning ourselves with the American perception of whiteness will not protect us from racism and failing to be allies to those who need us is counter to what is taught by both Islam and Christianity. While traumas caused by systemic racism in America, primarily to Black and Indigenous people, cannot be erased, there are thousands of people working desperately to bring us together across cultures, languages, and religions to ensure that we are all equal and we were intended to be in creation. Systems of politics and immigration have influenced our Native cultures by taking advantage of fear of poverty, failure, and ostracizing as a means of dividing minorities for decades. We can surpass this not just through practice, but by embodying basic principles taught to us by our various faiths, including loving your neighbor and being charitable, practicing patience, and remembering that we are only here for a moment. To God, we belong, and to God, we return. Quran 2, 156.